Hell yes, you spiritual badass. The play button you just hit brought you into a world of your own magic where you can be, do, and have anything. Where the possibilities are endless and you are limitless. I'm Janessa McKenzie, your guide on this journey, an NLP practitioner, master mindset coach, and an intuitive and lunar living expert. Join me in mixing the woo with the do to elevate you to be the best version of you that you can be. Raise the collective consciousness to a higher frequency so we all rise and many, many future generations continue to rise. We're going to unlearn all the bullshit that we've been taught and conditioned to believe and shift into the next paradigm of truth and to walk along the spiritual path, whatever that looks like for you, to find more love, light, joy, and gratitude. I'm sharing all the knowledge I have and will continue to acquire to help you to live the best possible life of abundance, growth, and self-love. You can manifest your dreams. You can create your own incredible reality. You are meant for more. You deserve more. You can be, do, have whatever you want because you are limitless. You are a spiritual badass. Let's do this. Hey, welcome back, you spiritual badasses. I am back with Allison, and we're going to talk about Capricorn season. And I'm excited because um, as we were just talking, we were saying that this sign is going to carry us into the new year. So while Allison's got a whole bunch of cool shit to tell you about Capricorn season, we're also going to talk about what 2022 means uh, for us and what's coming. So that's going to be exciting. So hi, Allison. Welcome back. Yay. Thanks so much for having me again. I'm excited to, to be here and yeah, this will be, this will be a fun one yeah. to dive into. I'm excited. A lot of, same, same, same. Um, so I don't know if people take notes or not, but get out if you want, get out your notepads, your journals, <laughs> yeah. get out your pen, you get out get your out pen your and pens. paper. Take yeah. some notes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, yeah, so I can, I can start with a, a little of the initial like astrological overview and then I'll kind of go in, in like chronological order. So, um, that'll, we'll start basically with December 21st, but then once we get around to January 1st, then, then you and I can talk a little more about the energy of, of that year. Yeah. Um, and then, and then see what else, uh, is happening astrologically for the rest of Capricorn season. So Capricorn, the sun will enter Capricorn on December 21st, which is also the winter solstice. Mm. So although, although it is the shortest day of the year, there's kind of that, that paradox of, it can only go up from here, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like from that day forward, it will now, you know, the light will slowly be returning. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe that's a metaphor too, right? Mm -hmm. Like the light, the light will slowly be returning. So um, the sun in Capricorn is December 21st through January 19th. Capricorn is an earth sign. Um, and just a little, I guess, review on the elements, the earth element. Um, it's the most dense, of course it is, it represents the physical realm, physical mm -hmm. form, matter. Um, the three earth signs typically share some traits, uh, like being grounded, mm -hmm. stable, dependable, right? Responsible, sensual, embodied, uh, so Capricorn is an earth sign. It is the, the mode of Capricorn is cardinal. So there are three modes, cardinal signs, fixed and mutable signs. Um, and just a quick, you know, definition of, of the cardinal signs. Um, and I should even back up and say like, okay, well, what is the mode in the first place? The mode refers to how energy flows with e through each sign. How does energy like kind of move through them? What is their MO? How do they typically act um, and make their way like through the world? 
So Capricorn as a cardinal sign, the cardinal signs are leaders, initiators. They go first. Um, they catalyze something. And the, the four cardinal signs are the signs that begin a new season, right? Mm-hmm. So Aries is the beginning of the spring. And you're right on the Pisces Aries cusp, right? We've talked I about yeah. yeah. So so Aries begins the spring, Cancer begins the summer, Libra starts the fall, and then finally Capricorn is the first sign of the winter. Um, so Capricorn is very business and career oriented. It um, sort of is always scanning for the business opportunity in everything. Um, very driven, responsible. It's ruled by Saturn. So the, the planet Saturn. Saturn is about your life purpose, your Dharma, uh, making sure that you're on the right path, uh, fulfilling your duties, obligations, roles, responsibilities. It's a, it's, Saturn rules sobriety. So that can be literal sobriety, like an abstinence from alcohol or whatever. Um, but then also just sort of have this like sobering attitude. Like let's, let's look at things in this very like realistic way. So yeah. sometimes Saturn and Capricorn can get the reputation of being sort of like a party pooper. <laughs> <laughs> could be true but it's like they're they're just Capricorn is just so often so well respected you you just yeah like you you kind of look at a Capricorn you're like wow you know they they always seem um older than they actually are because they're mature um like I uh I was sitting next to a 17 year old recently on an airplane and she was telling me like all of these things that she's up to and she's taking like a class to be an EMT, like an emergency, you know, whatever she's, she's um, next year, she's going to be in Thailand for four months and this and that and whatever. First of all, I thought she was 28. So I was like, wait, wait, wait. She's like, I'm a senior in high school. I was like, what? I'm 20 years older than you. What's going on? Yeah. So, I wasn't thinking about Thailand at 17. That's for no, sure. I definitely was not exactly. And, um, but so of course she is a Capricorn, which I thought was, I was like, oh, of course you are a Capricorn. Yeah. So, so Capricorn, one of the, one of the words that is associated with Capricorn is depth. Like they, they can just, they can have a mastery and, um, and a depth in multiple areas like they um instead of keeping up with the kardashians maybe it should be keeping up with the capricorn yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> like yeah so we've got that energy coming keeping up with the, the capricorns on december 21st um and what else i let's see the another thing that is is kind of a big deal that will happen a few days later um, on Christmas Eve, December 24th, is an alignment between Saturn. So again, kind of interesting that Saturn is the planetary mm. ruler of Capricorn. So we have a, a an alignment with Saturn and Uranus. They mm. are going to form what is a square. And this is actually the third and final square that those two planets are making with each other in 2021. So, um, Saturn and Uranus squared each other back in February. Then they squared again in June and then December 24th will be the third and final time. And you might be like, how, why, how are they doing that three different times? It's because each one of those planets has had, has gone retrograde this like Mm. over the last few months, Saturn is not retrograde anymore. It's direct but Uranus is still retrograde. So in February, the two formed a square when they were in forward motion. Mm -hmm. But then in June, they formed a square again because 
Saturn was retrograde. Mm. And then now, December 24th, they will form the third and final square because Uranus is retrograde. Huh. Um, so They're whenever like dancing you, up there. They are dancing. Or yeah. yeah. And and so a square is a 90 degree angle. I'm like making a gesture with my hands. No one's gonna see it. Yeah. But <laughs> I can see you with my hand. <laughs> yeah. No one else is going to see what I did there, but basically uh, it's like a right angle, right? Like every angle in a square mm-hmm. is a right angle. It's 90 degrees, right? Yeah. If we, you know, remember anything from geometry, no, yeah. no, no <laughs> pressure. If you, you know, blacked out math, mathematics. I, I yeah. So, um, <laughs> like re- I, it's interesting. I feel like really the only thing I don't know about you, but the only thing that I really actually use today from high school math um, are literally like a few things related to astrology, like like a square, yeah. an opposition, <laughs> uh, you know, um, a trine, like just yeah. some of the some of the aspects. But so so, anyways, whenever you have that kind of dance, as Janessa said, um, it's it's sort of like a prequel, then the feature presentation, and then a sequel, you know, <laughs> or, or like a three, like three chapters, like a beginning, a middle and an end. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we had the, the prequel in February, we had the main event in June. And, the, and then you could say now December 24th is like the sequel or the wrap up. Um, so as we said a little bit earlier, Saturn is is very serious. It's about, you know, really making sure that you're walking the path that you're supposed to be on about, you know, your, your purpose, your career, your roles and responsibilities. Um, Saturn likes to uphold tradition. Mm. Like it has a, it has like a reverence or a respect for tradition and everything that's come before and and history. Um, And that energy is a little bit at odds with Uranus. So Mm -hmm. Uranus is all about um, progressive values, unconventional, Mm -hmm. rebellion, um, challenging the norms, challenging the the status quo. Mm. Um, Totally. So (laughs) pretty much opposite. Yeah. And, 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 um, you know, Uranus is like said to be the mover and shaker of the Zodiac or the great awakener. It also rules shock and awe and surprise. Um, but it's in retrograde. Does that make a difference? It is retrograde. That's a great question. So, um, when it's, when Uranus and really any planet is in retrograde, the energy is usually a little bit more internal, like Mm. internally focused. Mm. Um, So there could be some sort of like inner revolution or inner rebellion going on, you know, when Uranus is, is retrograde, like maybe you are kind of rebelling against the, maybe, maybe like rules that you've placed on yourself and you're kind of like, wait a minute, you know, like, Mm. how did, how did I make this a rule? Like, I don't, uh, you know, this is actually, yeah. Yeah. Questioning beliefs and exactly. Yeah. And, and Uranus, this is actually my, I think one of my last second, well, pretty much one of my last things in Capricorn season, January 18th, Uranus stations for direct or forward motion. Mm. So January 18th, Uranus will end its retrograde. Mm. But before that, it has this third and final like uh, wrestling match yeah. <laughs> with, Saturn, <laughs> with Saturn. So a square, um, again, a 90 degree angle is often thought to be the most challenging of all of the different astrological aspects. Um, it's I even, even just sort of in a simplistic way, energetically, when you picture a square, it's like, it has four sharp corners. Ow, ow. You know, like, you don't want to, 
you don't want to yeah. get like bumped by a square, you know, I, I don't, you know, it feels yeah. or it's rigid. A, a box. A box. Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. I love that. Exactly. So mm, it can be a little tense. It can be a little bit mm, hard to reconcile, constricting. Mm. Yes. But then sometimes it's like that sort of squeeze ends up being like the rub that somebody needed mm. to kind of get their ass in gear. Yeah. So it can, it can, it can lead to something positive. Like initially it might feel difficult or challenging, but then that gives birth to, you know, to, to something, something yeah. beneficial. Yeah. 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 Or it makes so, space or it, you know, just usually that's what happens though. Right. Because when, whenever we get squeezed quote unquote, or feel constricted or, you know, there's change like that, or, you know, even we'll get to the, a point where we're like, ugh, you know, like now what? And it's exactly. feels challenging. And then you get through that and it's like, Oh, I never thought this was going to come out of that. You know, it's like, it's, it all happens for a reason. So it's, mm -hmm. it's like the Phoenix, you know? Yes. So it's yes. probably, you know, like, you know, maybe this time will be like, you know, squeeze time, a little bit of inner work going on. You know, I know we just had some of that, but <laughs> <laughs> I know how we're always we doing done? that anyway, yeah. right? This is yeah. just a little, not as, uh, as murky as we were in before, but, um, coming exactly. into this one might just feel a little bit like, oh, well now we're going to start chat. So if they're like, if they're squared and Saturn is like the, like the CEO type, right? Yes. And, and Uranus is like the, um, like the party male guy in the, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the guy that like runs around like with the male and he's like got his hat on backwards and he's like talking to everybody. Yeah. Um, totally. And, and they're going to square off. Then, you know, maybe you're, it's like you're a priority thing possibly. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, yep. maybe I've been doing a little too much of one or the other. And now exactly now you'll kind of even it mm -hmm. out a little bit at this point so that you can see something clearer. Yeah. That's what's coming. Yes. To me. Yes. I love that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I think it's that it's kind of a nice way to wrap up the year anyway, mm -hmm. 2021. Um, yeah. So so that, that aspect is December 24th. And then one more kind of major event, or you could say ingress is the word, the word ingress is when a planet moves into a different sign. So there's a, a, a major planetary ingress on December 28th. It's Jupiter entering Pisces. So Jupiter usually spends about one year in each sign that one year can be interrupted though if it if it goes retrograde and Jupiter retrogrades annually mm. so we had a little preview of this um if my memory serves me well I believe it was May 13th of this year that Jupiter entered Pisces for the first time it was in Pisces just for a couple of months then on July 28th, it dipped back into Aquarius because it was retrograde. Mm. So it's, it had been moving, you know, backwards in Aquarius. It, um, Jupiter stationed for direct motion in October, not that long ago. Um, so then it was, you know, slowly starting to move forward in Aquarius again. And then on December 28th, it'll be direct in Pisces. And I believe it'll be in Pisces for about five or six months, and then it's going to enter Aries. Um, so Jupiter is 
typically thought to be the most positive planet, very, very much um, about like abundance and growth and um, good luck and fortune and, you know, things like that. Uh, It has a amplifying, magnifying impact. So whatever sign it's in, it kind of, you know, it's like looking at that, the energy of that sign gets sort of highlighted. Um, so Jupiter in Pisces. So it's like a full Pis- moon energy. It's it's like, yeah, that's a great way to look at it. it, it totally. It, yes. So Jupiter in Pisces is like shining kind of a spotlight on spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, you I was know, say, oh, well, that will be interesting. In a, right. In Pisces. <laughs> in Pisces. Yes. Spirituality. It'll be all flowy and creative. Yes. And- Maybe uh, pe- people might have more intense dreams during that period. They might, mm. they might have like experiences of psychic episodes or, you know, psychic ability. They might, Intuition um, will be heightened. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that, all that juicy stuff. So, um, yeah. So we have that going for about five or six months before then it'll go into Aries. Um, I think Fire. it's in May. May. Yep. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. So we go from earth, water, fire. <laughs> it's an air right now. In oh, it's an air right now. So air, water, air, water, fire. fire. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So then that kind of brings us to the January 1st mark. And mm-hmm. it's been, it's been kind of cool that in the last couple of years, um, each new year has been close to a new moon, like mm-hmm. relatively close-ish. Th- so the, there's a new moon on a second. So it's like, we almost, you know, that's kind of cool. Kind of al- almost made it to the first. But, 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 <laughs> it just, it'd be cool to start the new year, like right on a new moon, right? That would be cool, but you still cool. have the new moon energy on the second. A- absolutely, absolutely. It's so still, the sky's still pretty dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, but so before we go go into that, just to bring uh, you know uh, some attention to all right, going into twenty twenty two, from a numerology perspective, what number is that year? Right, like you add up um, all of the digits, and if it if it gives you a number that's two digits, you add those to reduce it down to a single digit, unless it's eleven. 22 or 33, right? So, so here it's like, if you add two plus two plus two plus zero, right? It's six. So 2022, it's, it has the energy of a six year, but then also the master number Mm. 22 is relevant. Um, And so, and it's two, 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 because. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Ooh. So just imagine February 22nd, 2, 22, 22. Oh man, I got to do something good. That, I don't yes. know what, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to, we're having a party that day or something. <laughs> I might have to convince my boyfriend to marry me that day or something. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. That would be amazing, actually. That'd be awesome. Well, we, we actually met on the 22nd of it, of August, like mm. a couple of years ago, but so the 22 mm. is, is significant for me in that regard, but yeah. So I love that. So yeah, Janessa and I were kind of nerding out before this episode about the numerology yeah. um, of the number six. So um, yeah, I mean, we, we found that the number six is associated with the planet Venus. Mm-hmm. Um, the planet Venus represents love, which is probably sort of obvious, but you know, love, compassion, acceptance, intimacy, um, feminine energy, feminine, definitely feminine energy. And then, and then, yeah, we were seeing how the number six is connected to things like domestic stability, mm-hmm. building, balance, harmony, um, nurturing I don't know if I said that um and and then yeah it kind of has this tone of like things stabilizing yeah which is 
a welcome thought after you know almost <laughs> after two, two years, years of a pandemic of a shit show. yeah of a shit show exactly <laughs> like whoa right so 2020 we all know how that went we all know what went down in 2020 2021 has just sort of felt like um I don't know like a drunk relative who won't go home you know what I mean <laughs> Like we're yes. done with you. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, like, okay, moving on now. Get the memo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So 2022 feels like kind of like a softer landing, mm. I think. Um, more stable. Mm-hmm. More mm-hmm. like, um, from what we were reading, like neither one of us are numerology experts here. So we nope. were totally looking this up before. <laughs> We totally utilized Google. Yay, Google. We jumped on yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> so any numerology experts out there, please, you know, give us a little grace here. <laughs> yes. Yes. But yeah, it seemed like it was just going to be more like calmer, like, um, like you said, love, nurture, family, um, yep. relationships, very like nurturing and stabilizing where you can, you know, are able to now see that you can build a foundation that you can like create a different life if that's what you want. Right. Um, or you can create a, the life that you do want, you know, like doesn't have to be different. It can just be, mm-hmm. uh, elevated, <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah. I just feel like there's lots of like good feels in, in a six. Like mm-hmm. it's very like, like the cup of um, the bowl of like chicken soup wrapped mm-hmm. in a blanket in front of a fire. Like that's what I it, love that. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like comfort yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So six, you know, I, I think there's, I don't even know if this is real or just something that I'm, I'm making up right now, but, um, but even numbers feel like feminine to me, whereas the odds feel young or masculine, you know, and in astrology that does correlate. So in, in astrology with the signs, you know, numbers one through 12, all of the, the odd numbered signs are yang or masculine polarity. Mm-hmm. And then all of the even ones are yin or, or feminine polarity. So there's something about the six that also, yeah, like has a softer well, like mothering. Like, I mean, nurturing you automatically, most of us anyways, um, some may not, but like yep. a mother mothering energy. Totally. You know, like totally when you like just need your mom and you're like, uh, you know, want my yeah. mom, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it's the safe space kind of, you know, mm-hmm. for those of us that are lucky enough to have moms that are awesome. <laughs> mm. And right. for anyone that doesn't, there's always somebody that feels like that mom energy to you in your yes. life. I'm sure there's, you know, there's usually somebody that yeah, if it's aunt, grandma, sister, whatever it is, it's usually, and it could even be uh, a, a male, a human male that mm-hmm. gives you that mothering energy too. You don't, you know, for but, sure. But yeah, it feels like a very like, like it's all gonna just get better. That's kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? That's kind of like what I feel like. Yay! Six is. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it should be it should be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then twenty two mm-hmm. is then a master number. Yes. And that, that was I don't even remember what we said about that. Mm, I don't. I think the number twenty two. Maybe maybe it's like an an enhanced four, right? Because two plus two is four, but 
so I know that four has a lot to do with the building and like, and really like setting up a strong and stable foundation. So maybe 22 kind of plays off of that. I, I'm not sure. This is just me thinking out loud. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm Googling as we're we might have to go to Google again. Yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> what does Google have to say about it? Yeah. What does Google yeah. have to say about 22 being a master? Yeah. Let's see. Um, uh, oh, so this, we kind of, were talking about this before. So master number 22 is also called master builder or the yeah, master builder. architect. Mm-hmm. It holds so much power that it can turn big dreams into reality. If worked upon it very sincerely. Love that. So mm. 22, like as a master number sounds like 2022 could be you know, the year that you create whatever you want. Yeah. You are the, I mean, always, we're always the architects Mm -hmm. of our own lives, but 22 really calls in the power of being so. Absolutely. And I was thinking about how you mentioned February 22nd, of 2022 you know the the day that'll be like all these twos yeah the other cool thing about that is that date happens to fall in a three-month window where all planets are direct oh damn no retrogrades in that window so i i believe it's approximately february 4th to may 4th ish Mm. that three-month window no retrogrades so I feel yeah. like mark your calendar extra for two, 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 two. Yeah. That's like uh, forward motion, right? It there. is. It is. That's, That's awesome. pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But so before that, you know, we start the new year and then on January 2nd, a couple things happen. There's the Capricorn new moon. And then Mercury changes signs that day. Mercury goes to Aquarius that day. Um, so this Capricorn new moon, I think will be interesting for a few reasons. One is Venus will be in in Capricorn. So will Pluto. I haven't looked at the exact degrees to see like how I could look it up now. I could, I I could do that. Um, at 1222, (laughs) we're doing this at just FYI. Well, for me, it's 1222 right now. I think for you, it's 1122, but there's that, there's that too, too. Repeating. Um, so that's interesting. Why don't I tell, let's find out exactly what degree. Um, let's see. Here we go. January 2nd. New moon. 12 degrees Capricorn, 12 degrees Capricorn. So it won't be conjunct Pluto because really a conjunction, well, uh, let's say an exact conjunction is when the two things are at literally the same degree Mm -hmm. of a sign a loose conjunction, you could give it a wiggle room of maybe five or 10 degrees, but Pluto is pretty far along in Capricorn. Pluto will be around the 25, 26 degree mark um, in January. So this new moon at 12 degrees Capricorn, it's not really a conjunction. Like, yeah, they're in the same sign, but they're a little bit too far apart to really be conjunct. Venus, I'm not, I'm not, quite sure the exact degree of Venus for that. I'd have to, I'd have to dive in and look it up with a little more detail, Hmm. but that could be interesting. So that that's something to watch for. How close is Venus going to be to that new moon in a new year? Mm. That is a six that is ruled by Venus. By Venus. Yeah. Right. So, and that day is, it is one, two, 22, two yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so that's kind of cool um I would say the new moon in Capricorn you know that could be a time where um you feel like you've got some some new initiatives as far as like 
as far as business goes, like some kind of new business endeavor. Maybe it's maybe people are going to start a new job, um, maybe a new project, um, something related to your career in business. I could see that being really highlighted mm-hmm. under that new moon. Um, is there anything that you want to say about it as our lunar living expert? Yeah, just, I mean, it's the first new moon of the new year, which is always exciting. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, you know, I think I have, I like gave up, I don't want to say gave up, but I stopped doing, um, what do you call them? I don't even know what they're called anymore because I just don't even do them anymore. Like the, the things that you resolutions. <laughs> oh, resolute resolutions. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't right. even New like, resolution. I don't even do that anymore because I mean, I, I kind of do it every month anyway, every, every new moon. Right. Um, but you know, when you're, when it's a new moon in a new year, you, we kind of tend to go, okay, what am I going to do this year on the very first you know, new moon or the fir- the first day of a new year, we're like, okay, what's, what's going to yeah. happen this year? It's not like this month. We tend to exactly. look forward even further right. on the first month or new moon of a new year. So this could be a really great time to think about that, you know, not just what your intentions are for the month, but what your intentions are for the year, knowing all the things that we just said, especially about the numerology and the six and the builder, like the master architect and the 22 and all of that, because this could be a hugely productive and creative and abundant, like abundance growth for your, for you in your life you know, like just to make a whole bunch of space for all this new, amazing stuff to come in and create something that you've been wanting to create for a really long time. That's how, I I don't know. I just, that's the feeling I'm getting for this January's Mm -hmm. new moon is like, what is it that you really, really want that you have, you know, kind of been holding back on Mm. and how are, you know, how can you make that happen this year? Because this is the year. Because you're going to get totally. nurtured the hell out of this year by, because the end, that's the energy of the year. Plus you're, you know, this master architect builder energy on top of the nurturing energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like really cool because usually when we're building something, we're not feeling very nurtured. <laughs> you know, mm. if you think about that, like, well, like you start either a, a new brand new family or you start a new job or you start a new business and sometimes you can feel very alone right at some time at at points in that and with all of this nurturing energy going on it sounds like what it sounds like to me is like it's in the spiritual in a spiritual way that we're gonna find our tribes this year and that we're gonna you know, we're going to kind of come back together because we feel like we've been so apart for so long. It's been like Mm -hmm. two years that, you know, people have been either not allowed to be face to face pretty much, or are still, you know, just kind of not sure. And I've, I've been hearing a lot too about people are like, I just need connection. I need to find Mm -hmm. my people. I need to, you know, feel connected again. Like we all felt so disconnected Hmm. in a personal way, like in a a physical Mm face-to-face tangible way that people are like craving like that connection. Oh yeah sisterhood and just right where are my peeps you know yeah (laughs) yeah so I think that 2022 is going you're gonna that's what's gonna happen that we're gonna come back together and we're gonna build our tribe of nurturing people 
to help us grow and expand into whatever's next for us. That's what it sounds. I mean, that's, and that's all just like me, totally like all this shit's just like flowing to me as I'm talking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love it. Yeah. I mean, that's putting everything that we've said together. That's really what I'm feeling. And that's the, the first new moon of the new year. Like what better way to start it off than just to be like, here's my intention. Like I, mm. I want to find my tribe and I want to build whatever it is you want to build or change whatever it is you want to change. Like architects are moving shit around all the time, <laughs> <You know? laughs> changing <laughs> dimensions here and erasing walls there and building new yes. ones over here. So, I mean, yeah, I, I think it just seems like a great year for to just do it, just freaking mm. do it. Yeah. And like, as you were talking, um, the, a question that I feel like could be a good question to kind of ask yourself, like throughout the year Mm. that has sort of the energy of both Capricorn and Venus embedded in it is like, how can I build while still maintaining a state of receptivity? Mm. like how can you build and move forward without going completely balls to the wall where you just burn yourself out and like and like you were saying feel really alone and like all all of that like how can you build from a place that is still supported and like nurturing and nurtured right yes 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 and that doesn't mean that you know while we do definitely want it to build a tribe of nurturing people around us that doesn't mean that you know all of the nurturing has to come from other people the nurturing you have to be able to nurture yourself Mm. as well because yes it's hard to nurture and it's hard to nurture others if you're not nurturing yourself so yes and how and how you were saying a little earlier about the mother energy it's like yeah, maybe also the year 2022 is sort of the year of like turning towards like the divine mother archetype and mm. maybe like um, kind of a l- turning to her for support. And like you were saying, if people feel like they don't, they didn't really get that in their actual biological mother, then um, maybe that maybe this year is going to be a reminder of like, that that divine mother energy is always available mm-hmm. and accessible, you know, yeah. if we turn towards, towards her. Yeah. So and I think for, especially for people that didn't, you know, have that type of connection or nurturing experience when they were younger. Um, it's especially important, I think, to, to realize that, you know, this year, I think will be the time where you realize it, you can allow people to support you, that you can allow Mm -hmm. people to nurture you. Um, In my experience, talking with people that have not had that bond or nurturing, um, there's always a feeling of like, not good enough somewhere mm. laying deep in the recesses of your oh, yeah. um so you know this year will be a great time to change that limiting belief and be like i, yes. am, I am good enough yeah. and i and i can be supported and i can allow other people to help me um and be nurtured by other people and trust trust the process mm. Absolutely. I think that's a, that's a big thing too, with, you know, um, people that haven't had that experience, trust mm. in somebody else to nurture them or to love them or, you know, whatever is it's hard if you, especially if you mm. didn't get that at a younger age. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just embrace the yeah. love this year guys. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. I mean, yeah. So, you know, a few of the other 
like major astrological events during this Capricorn season in January. I'll, I can say a little bit more about each one of these individually, but just to sort of bullet point them out. Um, January 14th is the first Mercury retrograde of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know how we feel about that, but uh, yeah. Well, I went into the last one all like, oh, we're going to be, this is good. Like poor Mercury gets a bad rap and it was like a fucking disaster. It was a disaster. <laughs> I know we talked about a disaster, that but it was like, this that is one was, more. that one was rough. It was yeah. rough. It was rough, man. So yeah, January 14th, Mercury retrograde. Um, it will be in Aquarius. Um, so Mercury retrogrades three times a year. That might not um, be so bad in Aquarius, right? Cause it's, yeah, yeah it's a yep, little yep. like peace, love and light from Aquarius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, filling out it'll... with Mercury retrograde. Cool. Okay. That yeah. Might not be so bad. <laughs> it, when it when the good thing is when that, when Mercury finishes its retrograde, when it goes direct on February, uh, I believe it's February 4th, that starts that three month window of oh. everything direct. So you just got to get through that that three and a half week mercury retrograde period. And then we have this like three month where it's like all the lights are green. You know what I mean? Like it's like, like when you hit, yeah. Like you hit all those metal. green lights. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of cool. That's kind of exciting. Um, the 17th of January is the cancer full moon. Um, I haven't looked at it in terms of like analyzing the other aspects yet dur- mm-hmm. during that full moon. Um, it's not, um, an eclipse or anything. It is, it's in some ways it's kind of a nice full moon because cancer is ruled by the moon. Mm. So the moon, the moon is at home, you know, the moon, the moon is at home in cancer, full moon in cancer. It could, it could be a little extra emo because that's how (laughs) cancer rolls. Super emotional, crying at commercials, you know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, so in a way it could be a good catharsis, maybe like a good release, have a good cry. Um, like a good, maybe that, that'll, I, I, in some ways I kind of feel like that full moon will be a true release of all of the shit of 2020 and 2021. Like Mm. let's like those purifying tears. We're going to that chapter is really behind us now, you know, mm. with that first full moon um, of the new year. And correct me if I'm wrong, I think it's the second new moon of the of the year that the Chinese New Year starts. Yeah. Is that correct? I, I think I think so. Yeah, I think so too. But I'm so not it'll. I think it's, so. I think it'll be about two weeks after that full moon. That's when the Chinese lunar new year mm. begins. I'm well, pretty in sure. about three weeks into January, yep. which is when we will have the full moon again is usually like the spiritual new year. Mm. So like that full moon ushers in nice. like a whole new spiritual beginning. Love that. Mm. Yeah, I love that. So we're releasing all the old crap with cancer and being emotional and, you know, doing our purify. I like you said purifying tears. I like that. So yeah, like releasing all the garbage and then mm-hmm. moving right into a new spiritual new year. Yes. New beginning, it's kind of- expansion. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. It's kind of fitting that the next day, January 18th, is when Uranus completes its retrograde and move and starts moving forward again. Um, so that, and you know, anytime there's a planet that is changing directions, usually the, the energy or the impact of the planet is, is heightened. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it also could be like, there might be some surprising piece of information that is unveiled, you know, around that time. Um, 
but I don't see that as a bad thing. I, you know, yeah. Uh, And if it's like, you know, I like a rebellious type of thing, like you're kind of breaking free of something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, like chain, like you're, you're sloughing off the chains of, of something. Yeah. Now moving forward with all the green lights. Exactly. Yeah. And the same day, January 18th, I know we've actually talked about this in in the last couple of um, episodes. That is the day, January 18th is the day where the lunar nodes, the North node and the South node change signs. So January 18th, North node goes into Taurus, South node goes into Scorpio. The nodes typically stay in a pair of signs for about a year and a half. Mm. Um, We just had the November 19th, or was it 18th? 19th, I think full moon lunar eclipse in Taurus. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, when you're listening to this episode, that might be like a month in the review mirror, <laughs> right? But um, yeah, but so that full moon eclipse in Taurus was like a little preview. That was the first one of seven eclipses that will occur in either Taurus or Scorpio throughout 2022 and even into 2023. Mm. So that's kind of like, um, excuse me, opening the door, like kind of carrying on, like you said, um, how that spiritual new year Mm. you were saying starts like about three weeks into January. I mean, it's kind of interesting that that timeline really lines up with this. Um, so, you know, you could, I like to think of the North node as like a North star, Mm. you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, that is your, like your roadmap sort of in the sky like that's that's your gps in the sky like that's where we're going now we're going na- there now you know so collectively north node going into taurus for a year and a half is like um you know focusing on it, it's actually very reminiscent of the number six and taurus is ruled by venus which we pointed out venus and six are are linked so Taurus is really stabilizing, um, a, okay, a steady energy, um, really about just like, keep it simple, one foot in front of the other, um, you know, it, it, enjoy this, like appreciate the little things in life, like not to be mm-hmm. cliche, but that's yeah. kind of what, <laughs> what Taurus is all about. So yeah. in a way, it's like our collective North Star is going to be about that, like just building one foot in front of the other, enjoy the small things, stability, present. harmony. South node, it will be in Scorpio. It's opposite. Um, Scorpio is like, gets off on like the difficult, like gets off on adversity and, and, and kind of is like, you know, yeah, like, like, rake her ass over the coals, you know, you know? And like, I feel like we've all, we've all felt that I think a lot in the last couple of years. Yeah. So the South, the South node is sort of like, what are we trying to let go of now? Mm. Like, what are we trying to sort of, um, what do we want to like kind of park in history and keep in history? I don't know if I'm articulating. Yeah. Yeah, Like we're just moving away from that energy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. seems so, like this whole like everything we've talked about today is pretty much overarching theme is that we are letting go of a whole bunch of old shit and yep. we're ushering in in a completely different energy from yes. the last couple of years. And it's going to be softer and smoother. Mm. Yeah. Woo-hoo. So, yeah. <laughs> so like there that. you have it. Yeah. And January 19th, that's when the sun goes into Aquarius. So we'll have more to say about that. Yeah. Stay tuned next time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Stay tuned for Aquarius. Yes. But yes. Amazing. That was great. So So I I love all of that information because that it kind of like, it's like a big collective sigh of relief. It's like, (sighs) Uh okay, now we can actually move forward. Like, I feel like we've all feel like we've kind of been a little stuck in certain ways 
for the last couple of, of years. So, or like beat up maybe or, too. Yeah, like, yeah, like beat up, <laughs> like just like what is happening right yeah. now? Yeah. We're like all a just pinball all... machine kind of. <gasps> yes, absolutely. Like, yeah, we, we're, we're the pinball and we're like, keep getting batted off of the things. Bing, 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 bing. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, while we can still do all the amazing things and create amazing things while we're being batted around by the pinball machine. It's so much easier if it's like the bowling ball. You just roll it down. The yes. <laughs> roll yes. it down the thing and be done with it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, a- Ama, the hugging saint. No. Ama. She mm-hmm. literally just like people wait in line for like 12 hours to just get a hug from her oh. because she's like pure you know, like divine mother energy. Like she, she's mm. just like, yeah, like that is like, she clearly was like born. I think to I have heard of her now. That. That say that. Yeah. yeah. So Amma, I feel like 2022, the year oh, of Amma, the hug. hug. <laughs> yeah. It's the nice big warm hug. hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't hold me to it, but I hope, yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, it is what you make of it too. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's right. Always remember that just because the energy's out there, you still gotta, (laughs) still gotta do the work tap into it. And I always like to say, I know you got, I know we got to wrap it up here, but the last thing I'll say is, you know, I always like to kind of give that disclaimer when talking about astrology, because I don't think that the planets like make you do anything. They don't, they don't force you to do anything. It's I, I think the, the, whatever is happening astrologically just points to increased probabilities, mm-hmm. like certain things might be more likely to occur when this or that is happening. Not yeah. like this must, or you must have a technology hiccup during Mercury retrograde. Like you don't have to, it might right. not happen. And hopefully it doesn't, but there's just like an increased probability that you might experience something like that for example when mercury's retrograde right so i feel like that could be a whole podcast episode in and of itself like where does free will intersect with things like astrology and tarot cards like are you just completely turning your free will over to like a tarot card no <laughs> you know right i know we're going this will take us down a rabbit hole but yeah, yeah. but no that's a good um, idea maybe we will have an episode maybe we'll have to do that one yeah yeah if you're well, listening we'll, to this right now, tell us if you want to hear that episode and Allison and I will, we'll do it. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. So, so happy, happy new year. If you're listening to this around the new year. Yes. So, uh, happy holidays. Happy new year. Yeah. This will, this will come out around, um, right before Christmas. So that is our, our present to you. Our present to you <laughs> is ourselves. <laughs> Isn't that nice of us? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Cool. Well, Allison, thank you again for an amazing conversation. And I can't wait to talk again next month. Um, thank you. And for yeah, and anyone me. listening, you want to hear that other, you know, us talk about the free will, where does that intersect with astrology, spirituality, like any belief that you, mm-hmm. you know, may have, like whatever you, mm-hmm. you know, the universe, God uh, you know, yep. any kind of energy or belief system that you have, like what, where does that intersect with free will? Because you are, and you know, what happens, like, are you turning, yeah. you know, your life totally over to what, like Allison said, the tarot cards say, or right. what, you know, what, who oh God only knows, you know, <laughs> anything. I mean, we could, you know, exactly we could say, okay, if, you know, I take a left today, then, then I can't do this ever again. You know I mean? Like, but that, that's our free will. Right. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. every choice we make is really our free will, but that would be a good conversation. That would be fun because I are, we already can't stop talking about it. I know. So we, (laughs) but we gotta go, we gotta go now. Yeah. All right. right, So as always, um, screenshot your, you know, listening to this episode, tag us in your stories tell us what you thought 
Um, we're always here for questions or, you know, just to say, Hey, or whatever, you know, we like you. We love you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you big hand hearts right now. Exploding yeah. hand hearts. All right. So everyone have a great holiday, have a wonderful new year, and we will talk to you next year. That's right. See you next year. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Bye. Bye, everybody.